From Commando.com, this is Commando On Demand, where we talk to the industry movers and shakers to keep you up to date on everything digital. We'll get started in a moment, but first, we'd like to recognize and thank our partners who help make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. You probably already know this, but your IP address is your computer's own unique address on the web. Think of it like a digital house number for your computer. And once you're out on the web, people know what that IP address is. Websites track that. And the troubling part for most of it is that, well, all your online browsing, everything you do can be traced back to that IP address. Okay, so people say, and they call the show, and they write and say, well, how can I be totally anonymous online? Okay, you can hide your IP address. It allows you to stay anonymous. It protects your identity. It can also work around IP bans and access otherwise blocked websites. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know, I was traveling overseas a lot this past summer, and I was still trying to catch up on The Handmaid's Tale, which, as I tried to fire up Hulu, I said, we're sorry, this content's blocked in this country. I'm like, what? Well, I fired up my VPN, and then I was able to catch up on everything. There are tons of ways for you to conceal your IP address while you're online, but the best option is to use a VPN. Now, once you're connected to Wi-Fi, your device receives a new IP address from the VPN provider. And then from there, all the traffic to and from your computers is rerouted automatically through VPN servers. So in essence, your real IP address is protected from any prying eyes. And I have to tell you, out of all the topics in the universe, well, aside from robocalls, I get so many questions about VPNs. So we wanted to put together this really special podcast for you to, to talk about VPNs and to get to the bottom line and to tell you about all the threats that are out there. Some of them you know, I'm sure, but probably most of them you don't. So we turn now to Harold Lee. He's the vice president at ExpressVPN. Now, he's also a privacy and security expert, which is why I'm so jazzed that he's joining us, because he works closely with advocacy organizations such as the Electronic Frontier Foundation, the Center for Democracy and Technology, Fight for the Future, Open Media, and the Open Source Technology Improvement Fund. Harold, thanks so much for joining us. And let's just start right here at the top. What do you see are some of the largest threats to Internet users? Um, yeah, I think what you talked about just now is is indeed a major threat to to people's privacy. The fact that everyone has this unique identifier online, their IP address, um, and it follows them everywhere they go. And 
everyone um, who's providing you a service or is delivering you content online can tie your activity back to your IP address. Um, and a lot of people don't seem to be aware of this. Um, and I think if you if you describe it to them, like people are able to tie all your online activity to your name instead, um, it, it feels a lot scarier. And in reality, it's it's not that different. So that that's definitely one threat. Um, and then another major threat that is is very prevalent is that people aren't using encryption to protect their data when they're online. So this is particularly important when you're on a public Wi-Fi network, such as at a hotel or an airport, um, and your data is, is traveling unencrypted through those networks, and it's very easy for um, a hacker on that same network to be able to access your data if you're not using proper encryption. So those are some of the threats, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of the threats that people face have to do with kind of... Um, complexity and and fear of being of doing something because a lot of people think that privacy and security online can be overwhelming and a lot of them throw their hands up and that's really you know i think the core challenge that we're trying to tackle well and also people throw their hands up because it's like yeah i'm being tracked i get that (laughs) exactly i know that big tech knows everything about me they know that Google search that I did that I really wish that I didn't type into Google. I mean, they even know about that. But I think education is really key. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I got a call on my show, and a guy wanted to know if his roommate would have access to all of his personal information because they're using the same wireless network. Okay, And I explained to him that, yes, there are tools out there. You know about them. I know about them. And these mm-hmm. tools exist where if we're on the same Wi-Fi network, I can see everything that you're typing in. I know exactly what you're doing online. So I was explaining this to this guy, and he's like, yeah, but, I mean, doesn't he have to, like, sit next to me to see everything on my computer? <laughs> like, what? No, he doesn't need to sit next to you and look over your shoulder. He's, he can be in his, in his own room. He could be outside. He could be parked in a car on the street if he has access to your Wi-Fi network. And I think a lot of people just don't understand that when you are at an airport or you're at Starbucks or whatever it is, that you, know, you can be sitting there typing in anything that you want, doing your online banking, whatever it may be, and typing in your passwords, and somebody sitting next to you or across the cafe has full access to everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, there, there are sites that have encryption, like HTTPS encryption, and that helps um, provide a level of protection against that. But unless your entire connection is encrypted with something like a VPN, um, it is very possible for someone else who is on the same network as you, whether that's your roommate or someone else at Starbucks, um, to be able to, to see what you're doing online. And let's talk about Google for just a second. But first, a special thank you to our partners who help make this podcast possible. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. 
There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. All right, we're back. Let's talk about Google for just a second. Sure. Because what's your thought about Google manipulating search results so that this way certain results come to the top that maybe aren't necessarily the results that you're looking for? Yeah, I think that's um, a really interesting challenge that we're, we're seeing these days with all these big tech companies who have so much influence over um, how we get our knowledge, um, how we share information, and they are using algorithms that, um, that basically make the decisions for us, what we see and um, what we're sharing. And those algorithms are, are big black boxes to us. And even to many of those people inside those companies, they don't know exactly how the algorithm is working. And I think um, they've got so much power that there is definitely some need for um, responsibility to to be transparent and to disclose exactly how those algorithms are making decisions and be th- really thoughtful about how those decisions are being made. And then when we start talking about big tech tracking, uh, Facebook, what, what was the number I saw? What is it? I, I think I saw what, 53,000 different data points they know about every American with some crazy number like that. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, I'm not surprised. And I, I, was, I started thinking about that. I mean, I didn't think I had 53,000 data points. I mean, maybe I'm not self-centered enough. I'm not sure. But when we look at all this tracking that's going on in the world, uh, you know, it's really astounding to me because I grew up with my father always saying, what happens in the house stays in the house, right? <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. And now it's like, what happens in the house is, well, it's on Snap, it's on Instagram, it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook. And all these various data points are being collected. And that's another thing I, I don't think that people realize is that, you know, it's probably not a good idea to post online that, you know, you just had uh, a double Whopper cheeseburger with French fries and a hot apple pie and a chocolate milkshake um, because your cholesterol is so high, you know, and and you're not exercising and now you're looking for insurance, right? <laughs> okay, so – and I don't think people are correlating that they may not get the best rates because big tech is tracking that. Yeah, absolutely. Um the, the scariest thing I'm seeing is, is people swabbing their DNA and then sending it to a company. Um, and who knows what those companies are doing with your DNA information. Again, they could be selling it to, to healthcare companies who might de- 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 define your premium based on um, your genetic predisposition to, to disease. And you also have, what was it, 23andMe was actually, didn't they just do a big deal with GlaxoSmithKline? Yes, yes, that's right. Exactly. And I looked at that and I thought, oh my gosh, doesn't anybody see the writing on the wall there? I mean, <laughs> why would you do this? Why would you, like you said, just you know, spit in, in a tube and send it off? Uh, because there's really no controls. Well, now they have come out now and said, if you do want to remove your DNA, we've got the steps over at commando.com that there are ways that you can hop, opt out. But essentially, if you've already opted in, uh, you know, the barn door is definitely closed. So when we're talking about using a VPN, all your internet traffic and communication, it passes through the secure tunnel. And, and that's what keeps the information private and safe. Um, 
Tell us how the tunnel works. Sure. So um, you install an app on your device, whether that's your your mobile phone or your desktop or a tablet, um, and that app um, establishes a connection with one of our servers, an ExpressVPN server, and it encrypts all the data that's flowing between your device and our server. So anything it passes in between, whether it's your Wi-Fi router, whether it's your internet provider, um, those people can't see what's happening um, in that connection because it's encrypted all the way to our server. Uh, Once it gets to our server, we decrypt it and we pass it along to whatever site or service that you're originally trying to communicate with. And because it goes through our server, um, that also addresses the concern that you had raised before, which is um, your IP address being public. So the destination site or service is actually seeing our server's um, IP address, which is shared by thousands of our users, rather than seeing your um, own IP address at home. Which is why when I was, I think I was in London, I was using ExpressVPN to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I know it's a girl thing. And I was using servers in Washington, D.C. And I thought that was actually pretty slick. A lot of questions that we get regarding VPNs is like, because you're using this secure tunnel, does a VPN make you 100% untraceable? Yeah, I would not say that a VPN makes you 100% untraceable. Uh, a VPN is an important step towards protecting your privacy and security online, and it's one that's quite easy. But there are a lot of other ways that companies can and trace you. And um, to your point earlier, if, if you're sharing information on Facebook about your location or what you're doing, um, there's nothing any technology can really do to protect you from that because you're choosing to share it. Um, And cookies are another way that sites might be able to track you across the web that a VPN might not be able to protect you from. So um, a VPN is just one key tool in an arsenal, but it doesn't mean that um, you can forget about everything else. Okay, this is all really great stuff. We have to take a a quick break. So stay right where you are. Special thank you to some of our partners who make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, welcome back. Harold Lee is vice president at ExpressVPN. You don't want to miss a moment of anything that he has to say. Harold, a question that I get asked a lot is how the police can track you through a VPN. I don't know why people ask me this, so I thought I'd just run it by you. It's like, are you really going to do something that would be illegal? Because, of course, somebody's going to be able to find you. Somebody's going to track you. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think we can see that... um, you know, there are many other tools that law enforcement have um, at their disposal. And um, 
perhaps the a VPN is, is covering your IP address or is encrypting your data so that your internet provider can't tap into your, your stream. But um, certainly that law enforcement has, has other tools at their disposal. So um, I think like any any privacy or security tool, there, there might be some ways that um, criminals might be able to use them. But fundamentally, it, a VPN is a privacy security tool for everyone. Now, one of the things that... I was really impressed with with ExpressVPN and because I've been doing this a long time, right? Um, and normally when somebody would say VPN, you'd be like, oh, no, do I have to use a VPN? It's going to slow me down, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. You're like, okay, I don't right, care. Absolutely. Just, you know, it'd be like, you know, hackers, just take my data. Okay, it's fine because I just don't want to put up <laughs> with the slow speed. Um, but it really impressed me that there wasn't a lag at all. When I was watching the handmade sales, I thought for sure that that I was going to be see some see some buffering messages. Now, of course, I used it all throughout you know my travels, and I use it here in the states. Uh, but how do you keep the speed so fast? Well, I'm, I'm glad you had a great experience. Um, we we do a lot. Part of it is proprietary acceleration happening behind the scenes that um, I can't really talk in detail about. But a lot of it is simply investing in our infrastructure. And as obvious as it sounds, there are very few providers who, who actually do this and do it well. Um, like I said, we, we have over 3,000 VPN servers around the world, and that covers every continent except for Antarctica. Um, and we invest a lot in, in premium bandwidth from, from providers globally. So um, you know, that kind of infrastructure investment is, is what makes it possible for people to connect quickly no matter where they are in the world, um, including when you're traveling. And we also have a team of network engineers that's testing speeds from multiple endpoints every day and optimizing. So it, you know, it boils down to, you know, some of it is secret sauce, but a lot of it is just making sure we we put more of our customers' dollars towards actually improving their experience. Because, um, you know, to the point I was making earlier, we know that no matter how secure we make our VPN, it doesn't really make a difference unless customers actually use it. And uh, when customers have to make the trade-off between convenience and functionality versus security and privacy, as you noted, we know what they choose. And and when they choose one over the other, governments and businesses and hackers take advantage of that fact. So um, we're really focused on making our, our service easy to use and, and, and not um, something that hinders your internet experience. And, and that was just it, because when I installed it, I have to tell you, I was sitting there and, you know, because I have a lot of products. I got things that people send me for the show or USA Today or whatever. And, and I always have to, you know, I sit there and go, oh, man, do I have time for this? Because, <laughs> you know, very rarely does a product or service that you get. Well, you know, Google does a nice job with their Nest cameras. I mean, if you want to install mm -hmm. a Nest camera, you just pull out the app and you take a picture of the QR code and bingo, bango, it's there. But typically when we're looking at, VPNs or security software or something. It's going to make you jump through a whole bunch of hoops. So I actually had, you know, cornered off like, you know, 20 minutes to say, okay, you know, I have to install ExpressVPN and, you know, what is it going to do to my system? Is it going to mess it up? Is it going to slow me down? Whatever it is because, you know, I'm just expecting these things. And I have to tell you, I was so pleasantly surprised. I downloaded the app and literally, I've said this on my show, literally three clicks later, that's it. I'm done. And now I can see why you all give uh, free online support 24-7 because I don't think anybody ever calls you, do they? <laughs> oh, oh, they do. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just you know slightly more complicated things like setting up your Apple TV or setting up your router. But 
Yeah, absolutely. We want to make that experience as, as simple as possible. So when we start talking about online security and privacy, you know, a lot of it falls to us, common sense, right? Uh, don't do dumb things online. Don't click links. You know, don't believe that mm-hmm. somebody's going to give you uh, $10 million through a Medicare investment fund or whatever else is going <laughs> out there. Um, what, do you, what do you think about antivirus software? When I say that, what do you think about antivirus software? Do you think we we all still need that? But and now a VPN is added to this. Is that enough to protect us? Yeah, the reality is, um, you know, our digital lives are so complex now that no one tool is going to protect us. And um, you know, I think antivirus is still important, although um, it's increasingly being built right into operating systems. So. Um, you know, less of a thing to for consumers to have to worry about all the time. Um, VPNs are critical, but like you said, there are a lot of things we need to do to protect ourselves online against against phishing, against um, uh, other types of attacks, and um, you know that there there are things like using password managers, which again, a very simple solution to what would otherwise be a very complex security problem that consumers should be doing um, using two factor authentication. Um, so, yeah, I think I, it's not a it's not a list of you know ten thousand things that people need to do. But um, I think considering how much of our lives we we conduct online these days, I think consumers need to be thinking about maybe doing you know, those top four or five things that they need to be doing to protect their privacy and security on their computers. So, with all the VPNs out there, Harold, why should somebody choose ExpressVPN? Yeah, I think um, I would highlight maybe two things about it. One is that, you know, as we talked about, our focus is on making protecting yourself super simple and super reliable. And um, for us, that doesn't just mean, you know, industry-leading security. It also means apps and customer servers, customer support that makes it super simple for you to to get secure and then move on with your internet experience. Um, two things I'd highlight about, you know, how we make that easy for you and how we make it secure for you are, um, one, um, we have a technology called Trusted Server, which makes our VPN servers run only on RAM and not on hard drives. And as your listeners know, since RAM requires power to store data, that guarantees all information on the server is wiped every time it's powered off and on again. And as you can imagine, that's a huge boon for customer privacy. And the other thing I'd highlight is, um, you know, part of the challenge of making VPNs simple for everyone to use is also making sure that users don't have to try to test and analyze every one of our security claims. So we actually invite a lot of third parties to do that testing, um, to audit us. And for example, we, we recently gave the auditing firm PwC access to our servers and our code base, and we asked them to confirm that we were being faithful to our privacy policy, and also that the claims we're making about um, the trusted server technology I just described were indeed accurate. So, you know, those are some of the ways that we're trying to establish a higher level of trust and transparency and ease of use for consumers in a VPN space. Well, Harold, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kim. A um, lot of good information about ExpressVPN because, you know, folks, big tech corporations are supposed to safely handle our personal online data. But um, now they're getting into the political game. Now, I don't want to be any part of that, and neither should you. And no one should have access to your online activity especially if they're gathering that information to target you with their agenda. That's why I trust and I use ExpressVPN because big tech companies, they match your Internet activity to your identity or location using your public IP address. And especially if you're on public Wi-Fi doing anything, 
really, you should definitely be always, always be using a VPN. And with ExpressVPN, no one can see your IP address. No one. Your identity is masked by a secure VPN server. Plus, ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting 100% of your data to keep you safe from hackers and online thieves. So important. And as I mentioned, in just three easy clicks, your device, your phone, your laptop, your tablet, your computer is totally protected. So take control of your personal online data today and don't let big tech companies game you. You're smarter than that. And you also have to be smarter than all the hackers and scammers and thieves out there. So do it right now while you're thinking about it. You want to sign up for ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com. There's a special address slash Kim because there you're going to get a deal that I negotiated. You're going to get three months free with a one-year package. Once again, let me give you that address. It's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando. Hey, stay up to date with all the Commando articles and podcasts with the Commando app. It's free and you get notifications for podcasts like this one and the very latest articles on everything digital and those security alerts. And if you like this podcast, do me a favor. Don't forget to subscribe. Head over to iTunes, Google Play, and also give us a great five-star rating and review us because that helps us better our podcasts and also helps more people to find our podcasts. And that's what it's all about. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. And I'll see you on the radio for the Kim Commando Show. 